0: Hey everybody, on this episode five of Diary of a Student Pilot, we're going to be going full clickbait as I give you five ways that I could have learned to land faster. Let's get to it. Hey everybody, you're listening to Diary of a Student Pilot. My name's Bobby. And I'm a student pilot. I'm learning how to fly, and I'm sharing that experience with all of you friends, family, uh, aviation enthusiasts, other student pilots who are just looking for someone who's also going through this tough process. Um, and and I'm just talking about it, just doing it. Uh, I, I got to check in at the beginning of every episode with my hours. Uh, I've got 15.9 hours of flight time now. And I just hit a major milestone. I'm so excited. I actually finally, this week, landed the plane without my instructor having to having to take control of anything. I, I landed the plane on my own. Woo! Oh, my God. It was so exciting. Actually, that day that I did it, earlier this week, I did it twice. It was on Tuesday. I did it twice that day. It was a great day. Uh, the, the winds were calm. Only had to use a little bit of rudder pressure to keep coordinated on the final approach. And uh, some, now those landings weren't great. <laughs> they, one of them was pretty pretty hard, a pretty hard landing. Uh, one of them was softer, but I floated a little bit too high, rounded out a little bit too high before I came down. But But I did it. I finally did it, and and even though that means I've still got a lot of practicing to do, and I, I don't want to get too overconfident, what it does do is it really gives me the confidence. It, it shows me, Bobby, you can do this. You just keep doing it. Just keep pushing at it, and and do it. Now, I said I was 15, I'm fifteen point nine hours of flying in before the first time I was ever able to land the plane. Before, without any help, and I don't know if that's a good average. I don't know what the average is for people doing that. I have no idea. You ask anybody, and it range it, it wildly varies. When I look around online, but what I do know is, in retrospect, in hindsight, there are a few things I could have done differently in the process that I think would have gotten me there a little bit faster. Would have would have gotten me landing the plane a little bit more quickly. And so I thought on this episode, just to talk about my experience, I I think I wanted to talk more specifically at other student pilots who are going through this and starting their journey and and are struggling to land and and say, here are some some things that you could do during your process. Hopefully er it's early. That might help you get there more quickly. So let's go through that. Number one, the first thing that I could have done differently is very much more early on study the checklists. Uh, early on, in in for a long time, probably for the first ten hours of training, I didn't really study the checklists. I uh, I rem- I was read somewhere that che- the point of checklists are so that you don't have to memorize it. And I took that to an extreme and I said, okay, I'm not going to memorize any checklists and I'm just going to hold them in front of me. That way, I don't get too complacent. I don't get too overconfident. And I don't end up trying to memorize it and skipping things. I want to make sure I hit everything and be as safe as I can be. But the, I, and I've mentioned in the past, the the point of a checklist is is to check yourself almost, right? So you should, you should kind of, Try to remember chunks of it, but go back and make sure you did everything. That would have gotten me flying t- more flying time per lesson because I spent a lot of time on the ground every lesson going through those checklists and not getting up as fast. I could have gotten more flying time um, and more time with and it might have been cheaper too, because the engine would have been the time the engine would have been on would have spent uh, you know time flying in the air um so studying in general is something that you cannot cannot underestimate the importance of you've got to study to be able to learn to fly number 2 don't use flight sims oh my gosh so i uh, before i started taking Pilot lessons, flying lessons. I was big flight simulator fan of Microsoft Flight Simulator. I've gotten many, 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 many hours uh, in Microsoft Flight Simulator, and I love it. And I I love using it. And you should use it. And I'm I'm being a little bit extreme here, saying don't use them at all, right? But what I specifically mean is you have to be careful that you're not picking up bad habits from using flight simulators. In particular, one thing that happened to me was that uh, trying to learn how to fly in a flight simulator, you you can't feel the plane, right? You're just sitting in your your desk at home. You can't feel what it looks like. It's hard for you to look around through the windows in the flight simulator unless you have VR goggles or something like that. Um, but it, you can't feel what the plane feels like because you're not in a plane. So you end up relying a lot on looking at your instruments to make sure that you're flying straight and level. Uh, you end up looking at your tur- instruments to make sure your, your turn is happening in a coordinated way, that you're not banked too far forward, that you're, that you're climbing or descending. You're looking at your all your instruments. But when you're learning how to fly, it's really important that you're looking out the windows in a real plane because you need to learn how to connect what it looks like outside to what it feels like in your body, especially for things like coordinating turns. You need to know what it feels like in your seat when you're descending Um And coming in for a landing, you need to know what it feels like to be going to descending at 500 feet per minute or something like that. You need to be able to listen and hear the engine and what it sounds like. When you drop the power down to 1500 RPM or, or, or 50% power or something like that, you need to be able to hear those things. And so your senses need to be connected to what's going on around you. And if you're, and if you're in too much of a habit of staring at your instruments, because you've played a bunch of flight simulators, then you're not making a connection between your body, your senses and what's going on in the plane outside you you're just relying too much on instruments and your instruments are actually slow usually to 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 give you the information that you need it's much better and easier to look with your eyes outside the plane so if you're going to use flight simulators got to focus on not developing those bad habits so number 3 so I said, don't use flight sims. Number three, use flight sims. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm being a little funny there. But the, the, the third one is use flight sims for what they are good for, which is uh, practicing procedures. Um, there's a lot of procedures that you have to memorize and things that you have to go through uh, when, you're, when you're in the traffic pattern or when you're landing. You know, you, you're parallel to the runway. For example, you're parallel to the runway. You out your out your uh, out your left window. There is your landing point outside your off your wing. So now you need to what do you need to do? You need to pull power to 1500 hold altitude check for your airspeed to drop down to your target airspeed for descent whether that be 85 75 you you hold it hit 70 confirm that you have 110 you're under 110 knots put in 10 degrees of flaps Um, hold altitude until 75 knots begin your descent trim for 75 knot descent Check 45 degrees behind you that your landing point is back. Uh, begin the turn. Coordinate with left, right. You know, like all these things, steps by step by step. And if you use a flight simulator for that, you can use it to help you memorize those procedures. Um, say them out loud as it's happening in the flight. Just don't focus too much on learning how to how this flight simulator feels or anything like that, because that's what I was saying before you need, but just using the flight simulator to, to help practice those procedural things that you need to do. Number four is that I, the number four thing I could have done to gotten to the land faster landing is talked started talking to myself earlier yeah, you know, I know. In a previous episode, I talked uh, talked about how I was talking to myself. I started doing that, and that seemed to help a lot, and it has. But I I wish I had started doing that from the beginning. Everything you do, you should be talking to yourself about what you're doing. It helps you to stay focused and cr- in the plane, so you don't fall behind. You feel le- it helps you feel less stressed um, because you're staying ahead of the airplane and not reacting you're anticipating what's going to happen next it also helps your flight instructor because you're a lot of times they're sitting there having to guess what you're doing what you're thinking and why you're doing the things that you're doing if you're just talking about it a bunch then that lets them that clues them in on what you're doing and why you're doing it and they can they can better help you learn and finally the fifth thing that I could have done better sooner to help me get to my landing faster would have would be to get the confidence to be the pilot in command to be in charge you are in the left seat of that plane you are flying that plane you are the pilot and you need to be in charge you need to start developing that mentality don't defer to your flight instructor. Now, of course, defer to your flight instructor if they tell you that they need to do something, if they're saying, you know, my controls and taking it from you, or if they're giving you a direct um, directive, if they're giving you a, a something to do, telling you to do something, yes, listen to them. They are the instructor, but don't do what I was always doing and don't wait for them to tell you what to do. Part of the flight instructor's job is to assess... Whether or not you have the decision-making skills and the confidence and the ability to fly that plane without them, that's what they're doing. They're trying to get you to the point where you don't need them anymore. And so you need to practice doing that now. You need to practice the confidence and the decision-making skills to get there and be the pilot in command. All right. Well, that's gonna—that's those five things. I—I uh, I was going to. I got a question from from a listener Tweep, again, and I was gonna do it today, but I don't like. I want to keep these uh, little things to to fi- about fifteen minutes or so tops. So I, maybe I'll, next time I'll answer your question, Tweep. So I I, I see you. I hear you. Uh, but thank you everybody for listening um to my to me talk about my journey flying it was so exciting finally landing that plane and doing it twice and and um I'm really excited to get back in there again and do it again next week hopefully uh, hopefully I can I can improve on it land even more times um I need to get these landings real down really really well because soon I'm going to be taking my first um my first f- test with a with uh an an inspector an faa inspector and that is um because my medical flight test because of my uh the fact that i'm blind in one eye i'm sure i'll be talking all about that when it gets closer or at least after it happens but um for now thank you guys for listening i'm uh f- I'm, I'm getting closer getting closer being able to do this solo and uh, and it's been really it's it's really great sharing this journey with you all Thank you for listening to Diary of a Student Pilot. All the writing, editing, and producing of these episodes is done by me, Bobby Frankenberger. And if you'd like to get in touch and ask a question, um, you can post a comment wherever it is that you saw this episode if you'd like, or you can go over to uh, anchor.fm slash pilot diary, and you can actually record a voice question if you want to send me a question that way. It's very easy to do. You can do it on your phone or, or on your computer. If you're watching this on or if you're listening to this on Spotify, on mobile, you can you can ask a question by going on Spotify mobile and typing in a question. You'll see a link there to, to ask a question, but that's only on mobile. So thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.